Well, welcome, Masterpiece Women. I hope you're doing wonderful today. I'm Tina Raines, and I am the founder and host of Masterpiece Women. And I am just so thrilled to have Teresa with me today. Teresa, I'm so happy that you're with us. I would love for you to share a little bit more about your experience. But one of the things that I love about you is that you want to impact the kingdom and you want to impact the lives of women. And you have this incredible program called Women of Mastery and Faith. And it's really a safe place for women to gather and get best practices and to grow. And so, um, Teresa, just share with the audience what um, what it is that you do and why you do it. And um, today our topic is about community. So it's a perfect segue into, and I apologize. I said, I didn't announce you as Dr. Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> you have you know, we're a doctorate, like we're, we're with a doctor here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I, I know with uh, my past healthcare career, I was spent 24 years in healthcare and um, the doctor title is just kind of stuck. The woman of mastery and faith is something I do from my heart. You know, in healthcare, I, I, I didn't grow up in one of those families where there was a Bible on the living room table. And yeah, we went to church on Sundays, like good Catholics. And then you know, my dad be yelling at people in the parking lot. And my mom would be like, John. You know, and when I was in healthcare, I had one of those beautiful days where I thought everything was going just super fantastic. And, you know, driving down the highway with my top down on my little BMW convertible. And, you know, a couple of guys standing there in front of my office and they had on dark suits. And, Tina, they, they didn't look happy. They, they had their arms folded across their chest. And they're like, no, you can't get in. And I was like, hmm. What's going on? And I tried to be cute and sassy. And one by one, these agents, these great big, huge men and women in dark shirts were carrying boxes out of my office. And on the back side of their shirt were these big yellow letters, F-B-I. And these two guys in the dark suits, they're like, hey, Teresa, yeah, you're under investigation. Wow. What was that like? What was, what did you feel in that moment? Um, well, I think my stomach turned to water at that moment. Um, I, I think my heart stopped and, um, I, I didn't have words, Tina. It was, it was just one of those, um, very, very scary moments. It didn't even feel like the sun was shining anymore. Um, they told me it was an insurance fraud and I'm like, scratch my head. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? You know, and after, you know, watching this parade of FBI agents carry all my stuff out, you know, they, they even carried out like my billing forms. Mm. I'm like, wow. And they said, you're still in business. You can still see patients. And I'm like, what? I went to see my lawyer and he, you know, he's flipping through all these stacks of papers and everything. And as it turns out, the the FBI had decided to have a special investigative unit for outpatient therapy clinics. Well, I had seven of them. Oh, wow. And I'm on the fifth floor of his office, you know, a beautiful building downtown Fort Lauderdale. And he's shaking his head. He's like, I don't know, Trees, there's, there, there's not a lot I can do. And I'm thinking, well, I, I, I can jump out the window. It just, it's, it's such a feeling of destitution and, and shame. I didn't even oh, tell my I mom. Imagine. 
I talked to my dad and he's like, well, Tracy, you've just talked to the people. <laughs> the judge didn't see it like that and gave me 18 months. And I was like, at this point, I've lost my house, lost my car. I think I have three friends left. Um, one of who was storing stuff for me. And on, somebody had to drop me off. They dropped me off at this place they called camp. There's no marshmallows. There's no tents. <laughs> there's no like staring at the stars on a you know gorgeous Florida evening. You know, the door shuts behind me and they have you take off your clothes. And with each one piece of clothing, I felt like my, my dignity was just shredded. And they gave me an ID card. I was no longer Dr. Teresa Pantanella. I was number 97779004. Those are numbers you'll never forget, I bet. No, no, because everywhere you went, you had to you had to call out your number and mm -hmm. you had to show them your ID. And it's it's not one of those cute, friendly places where you walk in and say, Hey, I'm Teresa. Everyone's like, Who are you? What are you in for? How long's your sentence? And they're just, it's just a dog eat dog. And, you know, I sit outside by myself, afraid to talk to anybody. And they had this makeshift like running track, like almost shaped like an oval, almost had weeds growing up in it. And I'd walk around and around and around this thing. And one day somebody said, come to a Bible study. And I'm like, a what? And it was this, I mean, I didn't have anything else to do. I mean, you have all day to do nothing. It's the longest 24 hours ever. I'm sitting in the Bible study and they're flipping through all these pages. I'm trying to make sense of it. And I'd go back to the track and I'd walk around and around trying to make sense of it. And I found this other gal. She grew up Mormon. She knew all this Bible stuff. And I said, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And, and she started to explain it to me. And it was this, this little group of three people that I would start to sit down with and read through the passages in the Bible. There was this group of three people, this small community that started to give me some hope and some understanding of what happened. Why am I there? Mm. And I found I this that. Bible quote, Jeremiah 29, 11, where I know the plans I have for you, not to harm you, but to prosper you. Tina, I read that quote every single night. And I started to understand why people would say to me, God bless you. And I'm like, oh, now I get, there's something called God and he's real. Mm. And it started to give me hope. And I started to feel his grace. And as I reached out to others to give them grace, I understood it better in my heart. It was this little community of three people that met inside the walls. Now, I lost my license, of course, to practice. And of course, my business was gone. So in figuring out what I could do to make a living, I decided I would do internet marketing. <laughs> I'm laughing because technology is not my forte. When I had my healthcare business, I would hire people to come fix the computer. I would hire people to set up the emails. This is like in the early 2000s, right? 
And I, I didn't know what I was doing. I had somebody else like figure out the website. Now here, I'm gonna learn internet marketing to make a living. So kind of a joke, you know, and the grace of God was there for me. The grace of God showed me, you know, the community I needed to be in. And it was a mastermind of people learning to build websites so that they could develop leads for the roofing industry. I'm wow. I love that. Isn't that just, just so like our Lord is yes. He knows exactly which community where you need to be, but it also takes you right. Teresa stepping out and going, okay, I'm, this isn't my strength. This isn't my forte, but I see this opportunity that the Lord's opened this door for me and I'm going to go after it. And I see so many women that they have these different opportunities, but the fear of stepping into a new community, the fear of stepping into a new vocation just paralyzes them. And they feel like, oh my gosh. And that scripture is so key, Jeremiah 29, 11, because I know that when I was going through my darkest times, losing my family, my home, the business was failing right after 2008 and you know the economy crashed. I, I was basically losing everything, every luxury. I, and that was, I found at the time, my identity. That is a scripture that I clung to, held on to mm -hmm. as if it were my mm -hmm. life raft. I mean, yes. it was my life raft. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on. Such now. a good one. I hear you there, Tina. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that one scripture, that brief few lines gives so much hope and I hope that the ladies, when you're listening, that you have that one scripture that you hold on to every day, Absolutely. whether it be John 3, 16. Yes. Hold on to that because that's God's life preserver, right? Life preserver for you. Exactly. And that life preserver is going to take you to those communities that you need to be in. I stayed in that mastermind for SEO for 18 months. And the guys saw that I was doing such a good job with it. They invited me to teach the other ladies. And one of those other women knew Facebook really good. I I didn't know what to do with Facebook. I mean, bear in mind, I'm starting all fresh on this. <laughs> this was 10 years ago. I with, love it. Yes. And I, I, I dug into the Facebook ads. I found another community and I paid to be in both all of these communities. And I learned the Facebook ads. And what I find in these communities, I, I went into a marketing community. I needed to know marketing so I could be do a good job with the Facebook ads. And the marketing community, I embraced it. I dug deep. I put together a book study for the on one of the best marketing books out there. The one piece that I found was always missing in these groups, Tina, was God. Amen. Exactly. That, 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 that faith factor. And it became so weird to me to say things like, yeah, it happened for a reason. I think, no, that was God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because one of the things that when we decided to create a, a Mass Peace Women membership group, the heart was that we could incorporate women from all over the world that yes. wanted to build business or build their ministries, give them tools you know, do masterminds through different books and things like that. And so what I did, just like you described, I actually signed up for a community, paid a lot of money for it. And I attended every single class and just dug deep and learned how to create a, a membership. And then 
Um, yes. When I was needing to learn how do we do our social media, did the same thing. I joined these different groups, these different masterminds, these different communities, because this is what I know. People come for a product, they come for a service, but they stay for community. People yes. want to be in community more now than yes. ever. And oftentimes where I'm finding is during COVID, everybody wanted to be in an online community and we got used to that. And so those online communities are still thriving, but the ones that are not um, really pouring into the individuals that the, the individuals don't feel well connected in, they're leaving. However, yes. they're starting to now embrace local communities again. And I know like for us with, you know, with Masterpiece Women, when we first started our very first event, we had 179 women come to our meet and greet to learn about Masterpiece Women. Oh, our first exciting. paid luncheon was 120 some women. And Fantastic. that was the month before COVID shut everything down. Like literally we started oh. in January, February COVID started and we were done. Um, so we had January, February, and then our March when we had to go online. And I'm seeing now though, we had 90 something registrations, almost a hundred registrations for our Thrive Conference. This Which last was fantastic. Thank what you. What an event. Just God showed up. You know what? And that's the thing is women are, they're hungry for community. They're hungry for growth. They're hungry to be reconnected. We got so isolated. And so community yes. is so, so important. I do want to share a scripture with everybody because this, this scripture has been so impactful. And I shared it at the Thrive Conference, but in one of the books that I wrote this last year, well, one of the chapters in one of the books, which was worth the risk, it was all about when Peter in um, Luke 5, 5 to 7, remember Peter is on the boat. Well, he comes off the one and Jesus is casting it again. He's like, yes. but Jesus, I did it. I did it. And he's like, go do it again. You know, very, very similar to what you described is like, Lord, really? You want me to, um, I'm going to go into SEO marketing. Like, I don't know anything about, and that's how I feel felt about it too, honestly. But when he calls you and you say yes, then he gives you everything you want and need to succeed. And then he gives you the community to build it in. So um, Luke five to seven says this, Simon answered, master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because mm -hmm. you say so, okay, God, if you're telling me to do it, I'm going to do it. I felt like that when he, and cause I prayed a ton about doing this direct sales business that I launched and I'm like, really Lord, that's what you want me to do. But it's so much bigger than a product. He's like, because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. And when mm. you think about that, you think about how in community, if you have a community around you, when you feel like you're sinking, they will lift you up. They will help you when you're not feeling passionate about your business. They'll help you. When you have a question, you have a need. Yes. They'll hold you accountable. Yes. So often that's the best thing yes. about a, a group is that that community, they will hold you accountable if you let them, if you're authentic. And that's why one of our pillars is authenticity, because if we are authentic and we're real, then we get to know each other at a deep, deep, deeper level and we can speak wisdom into each other. We can 
receive wisdom from each other because we trust each other. Yes, and the trust is huge in a community. Absolutely. And so it's, it's just such a vital piece of our lives. And so ladies, yes. if you're listening to this, I want you to hear how beautiful God surrounded Teresa that started with three in that community. And then he propelled her to a whole different position. And now she leads her own community of women leaders where she pours yes. into them and helps them and they help each other. And so, they do. you know, it's incredible to watch. They do. And I'm so thankful you're part of our community because you've added such value. Every time you come to our meetings or to our luncheons, you're, you're just a wealth I, of knowledge. I, I and just so enjoy it. I mean, when, when you have the masterpiece women local meetings, you know, when we're there in person, you can feel the Holy Spirit there. And I feel cared for and I feel very, you, you already have a basis to talk to people. You know, I, I sat down next to one of the speakers, Elizabeth Mitchell, at the Thrive event. And she said to me, so how did your walk with the Lord start? I mean, it wasn't, I mean, we knew we were there because we love the Lord. And it was just this, this natural conversation. I would never have a conversation like that in my marketing mastermind. Yep. You know, that's what I love about the women of mastering and faith. We're meeting in small groups of five and we're have, we, we're, we have that opportunity to pour into each other. And the key piece that everybody loves is that accountability piece, like you mentioned. You know, and it's not that, you know, check in every morning, every morning for five minutes. It's that once a week group conversation. Hey, how's it going with your project? Hey, were you able to get a hold of that person that I talked, that I referred to you? You know, how's it going with uh, with your baby? Because your baby was sick last week. There's a caring there also. There's a deeper relationship because it's a smaller group. And that's that's the contrast between an online small group versus a larger local community group. And that larger local community group, yes, there's that care and concern. I know the women that I met at Thrive Business Expo, we've been reaching out to one another. How's it going? How's your project? Were you able to get enough people in, in, your, in, your, in your new program? You know, let's I love have it. tea with each other. I and love that, it. That's, that's the beautiful part. And the, the warmth that's in the room, ladies, when you're listening to this, know that when you get outside of your own space, online communities are wonderful because you don't have to leave. You don't have to spend time in traffic, but you know what? Getting out of your own space allows the Lord to give you more creative ideas. Absolutely. It allows you to think in a different pattern. Yes. 100%. And, you know, the small group, and that's why we created the, the online as well, just like yourself, is that we recognize that people want to go deeper. They want to build deeper relationships. And it's hard to often get out and go meet people every week and do all that people are doing and adding more to their plate because people are so busy. And that's something we need to fix, to be quite honest, is we need to say no to a lot more things so that we're yes. not so busy. The power and, of no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things, and I thought of, you know, um, even with yourself, we are all here to support one another. And some of us overlap, really, you know, we overlap a little bit different, 
but yet the same building a community. And you know what? I support you hundred percent. As a matter of fact, ladies, we're going to put um, Teresa's link down below. If her program is something that you would like to connect with, get, get involved. God has a place for everybody and he has an opportunity for everybody. And so part of Masterpiece Women is there is no competition here. There's only collaboration. No. And I am just so passionate about that because what I found in the Christian community is, and in the community business community as a whole, oftentimes women could get so self-focused and I think it's anybody, not just women, anybody right. can get so self-focused right. on what is it I want. But as Christians, our life shouldn't be about just what we no. want and building our own. Cause I promise you, if you help others, you reap what you're so what you sow and you help others grow. They help you grow. It's a win-win. And so Masterpiece 100%. Women is very passionate about that saying no competition, simply collaboration. That's yes. it. Uh, because yes. we know that it's about God. And one of the things I used to just growing the kingdom. crazy with an organization that I led this movement with was that my boss would tell me, oh no, don't partner, don't like partner with these different local organizations because we're an international organization, you know, and our donors might get passionate about that. It's like, Oh my gosh, we're Christians. How big is our God? Right, right, you know? right. Like it would drive me crazy. You can't outgive God. Exactly. <laughs> and so, and so I think sometimes the churches do that and the Christian community does that where we instead of supporting one another, it's like, yes. oh, well, you're kind of competing with us. Well, there's not a competition. <laughs> So it just, it, that was something I thought, okay, if I ever start something myself, that's going to be like our number one pillar, no competition because yes. we have a yes. big, big, big God. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and he's so giving and he, he's so full of grace and mercy for all of us and abundance and joy. Yes. He's got it for everybody. Uh, everybody prospers because that's the plan he has for us. He wants us to know his abundance. You know, he does. And I believe with everything in me that, and even, um, you know, I've said it before, but even Billy Graham talked about the next huge revival was going to be in the marketplace. Yes, we have a did. huge opportunity and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. We have a huge opportunity to impact the marketplace for Christ. Yes. By the way we treat others, by the way we love others, by the way we represent the Lord. Yes. It takes money to do that though. So we still have to build business. We still have yes. to pay our bills. We still have to, Yes. but it's the why, why are we doing what we're doing? And if we're doing it for the motivation that is pure and the motivation that is honorable and we're supporting the community around us, it will just multiply organically. Mm -hmm. You still have to Amen. do the hard work. You still have to work. You know, God's just not going to throw it in your lap. Foot in front of another. <laughs> you still have to keep your feet on the path that God has for you. You still have to keep moving forward. And and it's um one of the things I like to think of is I'm a conduit. God, yes, God, I'm receiving money. I'm receiving stuff. I'm receiving things because I can send it out to other people. I can do things with it that make the world a better place, that help God's God's work. You know, um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you don't see 
you know, the names of broke people making major donations. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. And, you know, and contribute to connect. That's one of the elements I love to live by contributing to connect, whether it be an online community or a local community, give, give of yourself, give, give you your time and your talents and your treasures, just like, just like the Bible says, and it comes back to you. Marianne Williamson teaches this. Joyce Meyer teaches this. It's in the Bible. Absolutely. There was a, yeah, yeah. The, the painter, um, Wyatt, that does the gorgeous paintings of the ocean and the whales. I was living in the Keys when he painted the side of Kmart. The man was broke and he's painting the outside wall of Kmart on overseas highway in the Keys. Well, we're all laughing. What's wrong with this dude? He was sharing his gifts with the world and beautifying the world with his gifts and making the world a better place. And God returned that to him many times over. I love that. Well, you know, part of the next couple of scriptures of Jeremiah 29, 11, 12, 13, I think people forget those two. He says, when you pray, I will hear. When you seek me, you will mm -hmm. find me. Yes. And if you will seek him and you really stay in that place yes. of abiding, then when you're in community, you can add such value to other people. And it gives you an opportunity to get to know people at a much deeper level as well. And yes. so, yes, it's a benefit to you. I mean, I have grown, I'm going to share this picture real quick. Um, you know, I've talked many times about my climb to Mount Kilimanjaro, um, and, um, but this picture, that is so cool. So I'm just sharing it. You ever go again? I want to go with have you. Have you know? or pulled up because it'll go crazy. But that's a picture of 45 women summiting Mount Kilimanjaro, and uh, 42 out of the 45 summited. We like broke all these world records. Wow. But ladies, we're just ordinary people. We're there was nothing special about any of us. None of us had any desire. There's, I think there was a few people in the group that they're passionate about hiking and they could see how hiking could match up to their passion for the Lord and um, ending human trafficking. But God called us to this community and together we rallied, we learned, we grew, we, you know, persevered, mm -hmm. we did everything that we could to grow, to learn about the, you know, issues of human trafficking and to fundraise. Our goal was $10,000. That was a bigger feat than climbing the mountain was the raising of the $10,000 for some of the women. Um, you know, it was tough. And so being in that community and helping each other stay passionate, helping each other you know, to stay focused, helping each other to, you know, with tips on how do we grow? How do we hike? A lot of us never hiked. I, I never hiked a day in my life and I'd had sure had camped. I did not like it. I think I shared the story with you. Like, you know, when God called me to India, I was like, yeah, no, no, thank you. I don't want to go there on the mission trip, but he had other plans. I said, yes. And then and you that's couldn't where go he first class. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I shared my little snobbiness. When I went the first time I told Ruben, who was a pastor that leading I'm like can I use my points like how do you fly internationally not in first class like um that's like, how that's is that fun? yeah and then God called me to be the director of the climb of the freedom climb for you know many years and I went all over the world and coach and I went all over the world 
in cold tents. Wow. So he has a sense of humor. But wow, the most beautiful thing about that was a community that um, we built, you know, and so we would go into different cities and even locally, you know, just yes. from my church alone, we had 40 some women that climbed Wyoming, our, the last event I did um, wow. for um, the climb and fundraisers, we had 180 women attend all of which had to raise $5,000 for the projects. And if I had not had a community around me throughout my you know, walk with the Lord, I could have yes. never rallied as many people as I did. And it wasn't me, it was the Lord drawing people to the cause. However, yes. he put me in that place to where I could draw people to join and share my passion and they became passionate as well. And he started calling them as well. And so, you know, it was amazing what we were able to do. I mean, we raised over $6 million in the time that I was there over four and a half years. Oh, how exciting. Five years. Um, and see, and I, I, I'm i thinking of two key points that you're making here. One of them is obeying the Lord. Amen. Number obeying, one. When you get the message, you need to obey him. And that's why I'm doing Women of Mastery and Faith. I heard the message and I, I know I need to obey because he does take things away. <laughs> he does. He does. The other thing I'm hearing is the value of that community for the world. Exactly. Now, the raising of the $6 million helped the world, helped so many individuals get to a better space, get to a better life. Here's the thing. I'm 100% positive without any proof at all that every single person that participated has had that come back to them many times over. God has blessed them many ways. Oh, the stories are, the stories are insane. Yes. Um, they're so powerful because yeah. when you say yes to God, he'll take an ordinary person and he'll do extraordinary things with them. Things that you could never imagine. Let me tell you, when we're going up and we're above base camp Everest and we're looking down at it, we're like, I can't, it was like surreal that we were even there. And now the girls and I talk about it and we're like, can you believe we did that? You know, I look back and like, I did that. That's so crazy. But that, 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 that's, that's the devil. It. That's the devil telling you, you didn't do it. It was yeah. nothing. Yeah, we did it. All right. I got proof of it because I was yeah. cold. Yeah, um, and, and God, God put you there. That's right. He did. He put us at the top of that mountain, but it wasn't about us. And that was the key. And when you're climbing those mountains, when you're climbing them in community yes. and you're climbing them in relationship with others, it's so yes. much easier to be persistent. It's so much easier to persevere the tough times when you're in community, because when you're having that bad day, you can overcome it so much easier when you first go to God, because you know, he has you there. Secondly, you remember the why, why are yes. you there? What is your purpose? Why does God have you there? And then thirdly, being in community who keep you encouraged, who keep you accountable, yes. who keep you stepping forward when you want to go back down the mountain, but he's going, no, I want you to summit. And it's not going to yes. be easy some days. There's going to no. be days you want to give up. There's going to be days you want to just give in. And that's and say, what you need I'm the community. Done. Right. But when yes. you're in community that changes everything. It does. It does. So for the listeners, what mountain are you climbing? 
And are you doing it alone? Or are you doing it with a community? You know, it says in the Bible where two or more people are gathered in my name, I am there. Are you with other women that are walking with the Lord? Let them support you. Let them raise you up. Be in that community. Come to the Masterpiece Women local meetings. Go to online meetings. You know, whether it be Women of Mastery and Faith or another one, be in a community where people will raise you up, will get you through those hard days when it's difficult to make the summit, when putting one foot in front of the other seems impossible, like you can't even breathe. That's the power of community. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. And speaking of community, we have launched our retreat and it's limited space. It's going to be at the Marriott in um, Hutchison Island, Florida, which is absolutely beautiful. Wow. It's a little island north of here, like an hour and a half. It's going to be phenomenal. We have payment plans even. We have, you can make three payments um, and that's only available for the next couple of months. So if you are thinking about coming, I believe we're going to sell out quick. Last year, God showed up. He showed off like I can't even describe. Wow. We're going to have incredible speakers that are going to um, just rock your world. So ladies, if you're hearing this podcast, you do not want to miss. I can tell you some of the most beautiful community relationships have come from the retreat because you're together for three days. Yes. And if you don't know anyone, don't worry. Come anyway, you will meet <laughs> Women and you will, it's just such a beautiful group of women that God has put together. So you don't want to miss the retreat this year. It's November 3rd to the 5th. So oh, Teresa, perfect. it's time for us to close out this podcast. You are such a blessing to have in our community. You're such a blessing to, um, to us as a whole, you have such a wealth of knowledge. And so thank you for joining us today. Um, I would it's love for you to leave us with one last tip of you know, you had to reinvent yourself. You had to launch a whole different business. What would be the one tip that you leave the women with who are wanting to build business or are currently building business that has made the greatest impact in your business? That one tip would be to talk every day to a Christian faith-led friend, talk every day to them and learn discernment learn when what when God is talking to you and when he's not if you do have a spiritual advisor hold them close but at least talk to that faith-led friend every single day to stay in touch with the Lord because it's so easy to get derailed when you're making such a huge transition in your life be grounded and have a daily devotional Amen. Abiding is key. It is yes. so key. It's, it's pivotal to any relationship you have. It's pivotal to success, period. I know just on a daily basis, I, I kind of tease a little bit on my husband. I'm like, I'm like a bipolar person and no disrespect to people that truly are. Um, but literally, if I don't have my morning time with the Lord, I feel like a whole different human being than when I have my morning time with the Lord. Like it just completely transforms my life. So ladies Bye. abide, abide, abide. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Teresa, for being with us today. Ladies get in a community, whether it's an online, a local community, make sure that you are in a community. Think about that scripture I shared and how Peter you know, if he had not had his community around him, his boat would have toppled over with blessing, but it still would have toppled over. How many times do you see leaders topple over 
even when they're being blessed in abundance yes. because they're not obeying the Lord and they don't have that circle of community around them to help lift them up, help them through that difficulty. And so the community around him came, they helped him and his boat yes. didn't sink, right? Yes, so, yes. And I've, I've actually heard it said that even Jesus needed a posse. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So ladies, get in our leadership group, get in our masterminds, get in our, um, come join us at the retreat and we will see you next week. Thank you, Teresa, for having joined us. God bless you. Thank you so much, Tina. God bless everybody. Bye.